0: How many of you are ready to receive from the Lord this morning? Come on, how many of you have faith rising up in your heart and in your spirit? The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. Well, I want to introduce our guest ministry this morning. Uh, He came highly recommended by a very dear, godly pastor uh, that I went to Bible college with and, and just meeting him and talking with him last night and this morning, a brief time. I know that he has a heart for God, a heart for revival, a heart for prayer, and I know he's going to be a blessing. So let's give him a great big victory welcome this morning. Brother Andre, come. praise the lord good morning my name is andre Fonsele. i'm from south africa originally but uh, i'm stuck in america and uh, it's good to be in this great church heard so much about your pastor and his wife and i uh, got a live clip last week pastor sent me a live clip and when i saw the makeup of the church i said lord this is definitely you <laughs> i like what i saw not like is uh, I heard about hamburgers and cakes and uh, and and cookouts and uh, last week the church where I've been last week they announced another cookout and another barbecue and I said Lord I'm going to all these churches for 40 years and I always miss out on the cake and uh, every weekend I go to a church they have none of that nothing uh, but when I'm gone they do it. So uh, next time, please align yourself with the Holy Spirit and do it when I'm here, okay? Uh, I'm also human, and I also would love to stand in the cake line. I know I'm going to use that one. Follow me. I'm, I'm first in the cake line. Okay. I already learned a lot of things from you this morning, so uh, it's going to be great. Now, church, uh, uh, let's just go right into the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord sets free. The word of the Lord is alive. It's not the New York Times you're reading. It's not the Washington Post. It's a word that will be forever. And uh, uh, let's see what the Holy Spirit will do. Come tonight. I'm not sure what I'm going to speak on tomorrow night. Uh, So make sure that you're here because God is still working powerfully. I'm not here to tell you about my ministry. I'm not here to tell you what we do I just want you to focus on the word of the Lord. And thank you, Pastor, for allowing me. I believe he's Italian. Uh, I will not hold that against him. <laughs> and as long as he does. My, my, my son-in-law is Italian, so uh, I, I became Italian now. Okay, I don't know how what that looked. Amen. Okay. Uh, I want you to turn to Mark chapter 5. And I want to talk to you this morning about a different touch. How many of you know that? This meeting is all about the touch of the Holy Spirit. If I remove the touch of God out of this meeting, we have no purpose. We will waste our time. Uh, we will be here for the wrong reason. Without the touch of God, um, we we are we just lack. Do you agree with me? So here in in Mark chapter five, we find one of the most Familiar stories, and you've heard the story probably a thousand times before about the woman who had the issue of blood. But the major thing is she was touched by the Lord. And uh, so let us just read from verse 25 just to open it up. It says there, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, but she had suffered many things from many physicians, and she had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but she Grew worse. That's the woman. Bible says there was a certain woman. When you go to verse 34, you will notice that Jesus now addressed the same woman, and Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. How many of you already heard something different in verse 34 than what you heard in verse 25? In verse 25, we have a certain woman, a statistic, a no-name person. In verse 34, we have the same woman, but she's now a daughter. When I flew from Atlanta yesterday, I checked my ticket, and it says I will land in Providence. And uh, only the second time in my life I when I landed in Providence, I realized, okay, this is the right landing strip. Hopefully there will be somebody, pastor will pick me up. Many times when we preach on this woman, we take off in verse 25. And we land the plane in verse 29. Because verse 29 says that she was healed of the flow of blood. She was miraculously healed in verse 29. How many of you agree with me? But the Holy Spirit is saying, if you land in verse 29, you're landing on the wrong landing strip. So this morning, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we're going to land in verse 34, and we're going to touch down on the word daughter. Because if we land in verse 29, it's incomplete. If we land on the word daughter, daughter the whole miracle is completed. Come on. Am I talking to somebody here? So here we have a beautiful story and before verse 25 you will notice that Jairus was involved and he came to Jesus and he he said to Jesus you better come to my house. My my little girl is at the point of death. So that was just what happened just before we meet this woman. So there was an urgency that came to Jesus, come to the house of Jairus. His little girl is at the point of death. So we have Jesus walking with a crowd and with Jairus on his way to the house of death, the house of Jairus. But before he got to the house of Jairus, we find this woman in verse 25. And she's going to interrupt the whole momentum. How many of you believe that you can interrupt God with your faith and make him come to a standstill and put his agenda, because he had an agenda for that day, the agenda said, house of Jairus, important man, I must go to his house. But when you have desperate faith, you can jump on the agenda without an invitation. How many of you at least once in your life heard about uh, something that happened but you were not invited? How many of you remember the feelings that you had? What do they have against me? I was not invited to that meeting. This woman was not invited. She had an issue of blood. She had it for 12 years. Now, she was isolated from the city. It's almost like the virus that we just came through. She was not supposed to be in touch with the people. She was not in a COVID virus for two years or 18 months. She was excluded for 12 years. How many of you know that during COVID, many things started to happen with people, their mind, their thinking, emotionally, mentally, People developed all kinds of problems because of COVID and the restrictions. Here we have a woman who had 12 years of being pushed aside. Nobody could could help her. In her mind, she developed a pulpit. And in that pulpit was demonic voices. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I don't qualify. God is most probably angry at me. Come on. God is not angry, but she believed things. We all battle the pulpit in our mind. Where the devil will come and say things to you that's louder than the voice of God. Maybe she was divorced. I don't know. Maybe her husband gave up on her and said, I cannot live with you any longer because you are restricted to this house and I cannot live like this. I'm leaving. I don't know. The law was against her. I mean, there was a law written against her. In Leviticus, you will read that when people had these kind of diseases, they could not touch or sit on anything, that then you need to clean it up. It's almost like COVID-19. So here we have a similar case, and uh, she's just in bad shape. The Bible says she had it for 12 years, and she suffered many things from many physicians. So now she suffers from physicians. Those that supposed to help her is now adding to the suffering. I think it's the Gospel of Mark. That's the only gospel that makes reference that they treated her knowing they cannot heal her. What a sad situation that you and I are exposed to systems. Come on. Political systems, medical systems where they ask us, pay the money, vote for us, do what we ask you to do and we will fix all your problems. Uh, Come on. They could not heal her. They could not heal her, but they treat her because they they don't see her. They saw her money. Come on. That's why she was basically bankrupt. That is a prophetic picture of what you and I are exposed to in this world. A world that wants everything from us, but they cannot fix our problems. Come on. The Bible says she grew worse. And uh, verse 27 says, when she heard. You see, she heard. Somehow, a sound reached her ears. Somehow, she heard about Jesus. You see, church, I don't, t- I don't care how restricted you are and how separated you may feel, but the moment you hear about Jesus. I'm not talking about religious preaching. I'm not talking about traditional preaching. I'm talking about authentic New Testament preaching. How many of you know there's a lot of preaching today But people hear, but they don't listen. Or they listen, but they don't hear. May God help us this morning that we will not listen without hearing, but that we will hear. Come on. There's a difference between the New Testament Jesus and the religious Jesus. Everybody preaches Jesus. But not everybody preaches the New Testament Jesus. She heard about the New Testament Jesus. Wow. Wow. She heard. Everybody says she heard. And now watch this. She came behind. That tells me she left her home. That tells me that when she heard about Jesus, that overruled every voice in her mind. Come on. Because now she's leaving her home. I'm here to say to you today, you are about to leave the place of your restriction. You're about to step out from where you have been. Your days are over being sitting in a place, come on, mentally, financially, doesn't matter what it is. Come on, you are about to step out, amen. The Bible says when she heard about Jesus, she came behind. Now, I want you to see the picture here. The crowd is walking in a certain direction. Jesus is in the middle of the crowd. He's on his way to the house of Jairus. This woman lived just outside the city. And uh, the Bible says she came from behind. Why? Behind. Because if she comes from behind, she has a good chance that no eye will see her. Remember, she knew. I'm not supposed to be in the crowd. She knew I'm about to break a law. Come on. She knew I'm going to break the law and I need, come on. You know what I love about God? He, grace will find you before the law will find you guilty. Come on. Everybody say grace will heal me before the law will find me. That's God. I'm so glad that God will find America and restore America before the lawmakers destroy America. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible says she came from behind in the crowd. She's in the crowd, but she came from behind. Coming from behind tells me she acted like a thief. Remember... The, the pulpit in her mind is still sitting here. I'm not good enough. I don't qualify. I have sinned against God. That's why I'm sick. Oh yeah, I must have done an terrible, a terrible sin because I'm now sick for 12 years. Well, if, 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 if I was not a sinner and if I was not guilty, then the doctors would have been able to heal me. We all battle those voices that will torment you. It's demons that will torment you so that Satan can break you down slowly but surely. So here she's in the crowd and now she act like a thief. I'm going to go into the crowd. I'm not going to make eye contact. And I think she must have heard about Peter, you know, Peter, the, the chief apostle in the New Testament. But in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, Peter was, this is the old Peter. So Peter was, was the one who cut ears and uh, he, he had a temperament and he was not good with children and he was not good with foreigners. And he uh, there's a lot of bad f- uh, issues and flaws in Peter. And she probably You heard about Peter and she just said, man, I just need to make sure that Peter don't see me in the crowd because he's one of those that he will come at me, man. And then I need to watch out for the attorneys and the judges because if they find me in the crowd, I mean, they're going to give me my business card and they're going to sue me because I'm going to break the law. But I am so desperate. I am so desperate. I cannot wait anymore. I'm going to break loose from all voices and all restrictions. And even if I act like a thief, I am about to steal it. You must become so desperate that you almost need to steal it or stole it. What is the right language? My language, I speak Afrikaans, Dutch, my real language. English is just a language I had to learn, so forgive me. Amen. She came from behind in the crowd and she touched his garment. Powerful. Verse 28 says, for she said, if I, if only I may touch, if only, if only I, if only I, if I, if I, if I, if only I can touch it, oh, I, I need to duck and die, if I need to be careful, if, I. what did she do? She did self-talk, self-motivation. You see, church, she doesn't have friends. She doesn't have a partner in the crowd. And there comes a time in your life and my life that we need to do self-talk. We need, come on church. I remember, I remember in the 80s when I had to resign my church and I had to step out in faith. I had to do self-talk. I had to do self-talk. I mean, David did self-talk. David, David, in the Old Testament, when all the men turned against him, come on, he had 600 men and they went to war and they came back and they found out that the wives and the children is gone, taken captive, and their house has been burned down. And the Bible says the 600 men of David picked up stones to stone David. So now David's best friends turn against him. And the Bible says David strengthened himself in the Lord. That word strengthen means to kazak yourself in the Lord, the Greek word. You make yourself strong in the Lord. What, what happened when you make yourself strong? Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, it's 12 o'clock at night. God, all hell is breaking loose. But God, I'm alone. But God, I'm going to strengthen myself in the Lord. And then when I strengthen myself in the Lord and I speak in tongues, I know you don't speak in tongues, but I do still. I'm old-fashioned. And I speak in tongues. I make myself strong in the Lord. I remember many, many years ago in the 1980s, I strengthened myself in the Lord for many, many nights. And then when I strengthen myself in the Lord, what did David do? David said, shall I pursue this troop? So now, 600 men with 600 stones is ready to kill him. And David said, shall I pursue? Shall I pursue? Now he gets his appetite back to fight back, to pursue again. And the Lord says, pursue, for you will recover it all. And I want to say to all of you, casack yourself. Do self-talk. You can lay your hand on the telephone if the telephone doesn't ring. Oh, come on, many times in my life I thought, God, somebody's going to call me, and somebody's going to give me a word, and somebody's going to inspire me. My telephone never rang, hallelujah. My best friends became quiet, hallelujah. I laid hands on everything, and nobody called me, and then I decided it's me and me alone. I'm going to do some self-talk, and you know what she said? She said, if only, if only, if only, if, 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 if only, there's a lot of people here, I hope, they don't see me but if only if I can if I oh God help me God help me God help me 12 years I'm dying it's over I have no money but if only I can touch the blue tassels in the crowd he had a garment on blue tassels and when he, she saw the blue tassels she realized I'm close I heard about him he's different than all others He's not like a a medical doctor. What I heard, oh, what I heard, what I heard is so pure. What I heard is so divine. What I heard is so clean. And the Bible says, and and she touched his clothes, and uh, six months later, she felt. Come on, church. Come on, church. A touch is never postponed. There's a man here that came this morning. He greeted me. This demonic thing, you know, this COVID. I said, Jesus, <laughs> how, how many of you know? How many of you know? You, when you came to church this morning, you greeted somebody, you hugged somebody. The touch is only completed once you feel it. The touch is always immediately. It's a way of connecting. And the Bible says, immediately, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body. We're living in an age where we feel it always in the spirit. Thank God for the spirit. But we need to feel it in our body. We serve a God Whose touch is even made for your physical body. She felt it in her body and she was healed of the affliction. An encounter with Jesus is a now thing. It's an immediate thing. A touch, in, in any touch, there's always two people involved. Come on. There's always two people in my heart, come on George, you cannot have the touch of the Holy Ghost. And God doesn't know it. The moment God touches you, you will know it and he will confirm it. Watch this, watch this. And Jesus, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out. For what kind of a withdrawal did you come? Jesus felt power went out of him. There's many, many church meetings today where there's no power withdrawals. We have sweatbands, we have all kinds of strange things to, and we jump six feet high and we do the charismatic hop, and oh. And then we say, whew, what a church meeting we had this morning. Man, we had incredible meaning. And then I want to say, okay, how many was healed? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, but we had great church. No, 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 no. Watch this. Watch this. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd Jesus, now watch this, Jesus, he's on his way, he's on his way. House of Jairus, come on Jairus, come on Jairus, we need to rush now. You say she's at the point of death, oh yeah, at the point of death. Okay, come on Jairus, that's the only item I have on my agenda today. I'm going to go to Jairus' house, and as they were walking, they were walking, and suddenly Jesus said, whoa, 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 something just happened. And he turned around. He knew it came from behind. He knew somebody in the crowd became the exception. How many of you are saying this morning, Lord, I will be the exception. I'm so desperate. I am so desperate. If I'm the only one that bring you to a standstill in this church, let me be the one. Jesus turned around in the crowd and Jesus said, Who touched my clothes? Verse 31, of course, there's always a verse 31. But his disciples said to him, You see the are multi- oh, you the, the, the disciples? That's the 12 guys that had 12 uh, uh, doctorates in theology. They know everything. I mean, they they actually taught Jesus. You wouldn't often see how they teach Jesus how to be Jesus. It's amazing how some religious people always want to tell God how to be God and what God should do. Amen. And this is exactly what the disciples did here. Uh, And and the Bible says, and the disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you. Uh, I, I mean, come on, Jesus. You see the multitude thronging you. And you want to come tell me that somebody touched you. Come on, Jesus. Don't you know, Jesus, that everybody's thronging? I think Jesus is just gonna humiliate them right there. You see, church, there's a lot of people that just throng. They come to the meeting, they buy my book on, they buy my little hat that says, Make Jesus Great Again. They buy my sweat towels or they buy all my stuff. And, and, oh, oh, man, they have a meeting and uh, I can even print some special towels that have my name on it and they will buy that just because it's my name on it. Oh, come on. The disciples said, you see the whole church, the whole crowd throng you and you said somebody touch. You see, church, you can go through the motions of church and still don't get it. You can do the churchy thing and still don't get it. I'm 42 years in ministry church. I've been in many, many meetings. We had an incredible thronging service. But nobody got healed. Jesus decided, no. No. No, she did not do the crowd thing. Now watch this. He's on his way to the house of death. But now he stopped and he said, I want to know. Who is the one that took power? There's somebody in the crowd that made a withdrawal that nobody else did. Who is that person? May God help me. May God help me. May God help you that we are not here to play the game of the crowd. And he looked around to see who had done this thing. The Son of God is looking around to see who had done this thing. There's one thing in the crowd that's different than all the others. Who had done this thing? Remember, the the, the crowd now came to a standstill. She is still in the crowd. Remember, she came like a thief. Her intention was to leave like a thief. Remember, she's now physically healed, but she still has 12 years of voices sitting in her mind. I stole it. I should not have done it. I broke the law. So her intention is, I've got it. I'm healed. I'm going home. It's over. And unfortunately, Jesus stopped the crowd. Now she cannot leave like a thief. And that's exactly what Jesus wants. He doesn't want her to live like a thief. Because if you are healed, but you still act like a thief, you are still incomplete. And he looked around who had seen, who had done this thing. But, verse 33, but the woman. In verse 25, she was a woman. In verse 33, she's still a woman. Just a known name, no identity, no address, just a woman. Just somebody that suffer, and nobody knows about her pain, but the woman. I love it. When you're a statistic, you will not be one when he is done with you. But the woman, watch this, but the woman, everybody say this woman. But the woman fearing and trembling, fearing and trembling. Watch this. Fear. Watch her body language. Fearing and trembling. The, she's trembling. Her whole body language tells me she still fear the crowd. I broke the law. Fear. Can you see her body language? I'm totally healed, but I fear and I tremble. She trembled. That tells me she's not completely healed. And there's many people today, they do not need physical healing, but they live in fear and they tremble. And by implication, Jesus decided, I will not allow her to go home like that. Because what is the purpose of living in your house, totally healed, but you are tormented in your mind. fearing and trembling. So now she's in the crowd and her body language shows everybody. Oh, you are the one. Why do you look so terrible? What's going on? Oi! Oh, Oh, you the one. You're the one. Oh, we know who you are. Oh, you are the one that broke the You're not supposed to be in the crowd. What are you doing here, you filthy thing? You broke the law. You are guilty. Thank God. The person in control of the crowd is called grace. And grace will heal you before the law can find you guilty. The crowd has come to a standstill. And now, knowing what had happened... The Bible says she was feeling and trembling and knowing what had happened to her, knowing what had happened. She knew, she knew, she knew, she knew something happened in my body. I'm totally healed. This is exactly what I heard, what I felt in my body uh, aligned with what I heard about him. We pray that we will have churches again that when they hear about Jesus, they will experience what they heard about Jesus. And... uh, Knowing what had happened, she came, she came, she came. She could not slip away like a thief. She could not get out of the crowd like a thief. And Jesus is standing there, and the Bible says, and she came, and she came fearing and trembling, and with her body language still that of a thief. The Bible says, she fell down, not a carpet dirt road. They had no tar roads those days. Dirt road. She fell and she told him the whole truth. When you look into the eyes of truth please speak truth. I want you to see the picture. The whole crowd, the thronging crowd and all the disciples with all their doctorate degrees and the law is all standing there and they're watching this whole picture. And they realize the man with the blue tassels is in control. And he carries power that not one of us withdrew, but she got it. You see, desperateness will get what ordinary people will never get. Come on. We need desperate people to come and show us what can really come out of Christ. In the Bible, she, she told him the whole truth. And now it's Jesus and this woman and this woman and Jesus. And the next moment, Jesus said to her, Daughter! Daughter! And the moment Jesus said the word daughter, the atmosphere changed. Very interesting, he doesn't call her woman. He doesn't call her statistic. He doesn't even call her by her name. He just called her daughter. In her culture, she knew what that meant. The word daughter, in those days when a king wants to address a woman with passion and care and sensitivity and dignity. Everybody say, passion, care sensitivity, dignity. In those days when a king wants to address a woman with sensitivity, care, dignity, he will call that woman daughter. She knew that. She was on the floor. She's in the dust. She's still tormented in her mind. She feels like dirt. She, f- she felt I stole it. I got it, but I stole it. I don't deserve it. But she knew the culture. And the moment Jesus said, Daughter, she must have said, Oh, but that is the language that kings use. And then she realized, What I heard about him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I heard. Oh, my goodness. I heard that he's not only king. Somebody said to me, He is king of kings. Oh, oh my goodness. If he is king, oh, if he is, oh, I think she was still like a worm. And then the next moment, she transforms in front of the crowd. She turns from a worm into a princess. Her body language changed. It's like when Jacob wrestled with God, the angel. He wrestled and he wrestled and he wrestled with the angel. And then the angel said, let me go, let me go. And Jacob said, I will not let you go. I will not let you go. And then the angel said, what's your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. Jacob means deceiver. But the Bible says, and, and wrestle, the word wrestle means to raise dust that float away. Many times our meetings is like raising dust that float away. But when the angel said, okay, 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 you want to stay longer? Let's talk names. Let's do identity. What is your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. I'm a deceiver. And the angel said, you will no longer be a deceiver. You will now be called Israel, which means you will now be a prince with God. God. In the presence of God, he will turn you from a worm into a princess. And she got up. I can see it in my spirit how she she got up. And her whole body language changed. And suddenly all the voices in her mind is gone. The pulpit is gone. And she said, I feel like a princess. Wow. I almost left the crowd like a thief. But now I'm going to leave the crowd like a daughter. Oh, oh man. For 12 years, I've never felt like this. I'm going to, oh, thank you, God, for stopping the crowd. I almost left healed but tormented. I almost left healed but tormented. But now I'm going to leave healed but complete. I'm a daughter. Daughter means I'm family. Oh my goodness. I'm just family. I just became family of the king. Of all kings. Wow. Watch what Jesus said. Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Why does he say go in peace? Because what he's actually saying, if you had left the crowd... Without me talking to you, you would still not have had peace. God is saying this morning, when I'm done with you, you will be complete. Spirit, soul, and body. Are you with me, church? Let's land on that word, daughter. Here we have Jesus. Can I preach a little bit more? Come on it's just 11:33 it's not that late. Hallelujah. I always tell the people I'm African American but I'm white to get me into the white churches. But this church is not white only. And then when the anointing comes over me I go black. Be careful. If I get keyboards behind me, we can really go dark. Come on. Come on. I watched some of you this morning. I said, Lord, this sounds like home. This looks like home. Watch this. Here we have Jesus. He just healed this woman, statistic, changed her from a statistic to a daughter. And now the news came oh the little girl has just died So now Jairus' little girl is dead And who's to blame blame that woman She stole the healing but now somebody else had to die Don't worry with Christ in the middle of the crowd don't fear I want you to see a picture. On the one hand, we have a woman. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. Jesus is on his way to a house where there is a little girl that is 12 years old. And when I looked at this chapter, I said, Lord, what's going on here? The Lord said, look a little bit deeper. Let me talk to you. And I saw the Lord standing here in this chapter between the two twelves and i want to prophesy we're going to see god again standing between the two twelves the first 12 was a woman the second 12 is a young girl a woman speaks of the church the first woman is older she's dying the second woman, a little girl, she never had her life. She's only 12 years old. And here we have Jesus in between the two twelves. And Jesus is saying, the one generation I will heal and not let them die. And the other generation I will resurrect. I am the God of the two twelves. I am the God of the two two twelves. Well, listen to this. Two generations. Two generations. We In the Bible, and I'm not going to teach on 12 because let your pastor do it. This, you can teach the whole day on 12. The Bible talks about the 12 sons of Jacob. The 12 tribes of Israel. The kingdom has 12 gates guarded by 12 angels. 12 speaks of perfection. Mary stayed in the temple for 12 years. Jesus was 12 years old, questioning the scholars in the temple. The Bible talks about 12 legions of angels, the 12 apostles. 12 speaks of government. 12 speaks of kingdom. 12 is symbolic of God's spiritual kingdom. What is Jesus saying here? Jesus is saying, when I arrive back in full force, when the New Testament Jesus is revealed in America one more time, we will see generations healed. The older generation will not die. Your mother and father will not die. Maybe you believe in the bloodline curse. Your mother died when she was 60. Your daddy died when he was 65. The Lord says, I will restore my kingdom. You will not die Because of a bloodline curse. You will not die because of sickness. I will restore you. And I will now go to the children of America. I will go to the infants of America. I will go to the schools of America. Don't get excited. It's not that good. I will go and I will resurrect your sons and daughters. And I will bring because I am the God of the two twelve. Church, I've got a word for you. It's not only about one generation. It's about both. We're living in America where things are falling apart. But God is saying, all systems will fail you. Even your vote is worthless. Your systems, your institutions will fail you. Come on. Vote for me and I will do this for you. I saw it with my own wife. Four years ago she was diagnosed with bladder cancer. She went through eight procedures. Everybody wants to do a procedure. And then every time the bill comes, I notice 22000 20000 23000 I said, Lord, how is it possible that they do all these pro- procedures for five and ten minutes and they come out and they say, it's clean, it's clean. And then, and Lord, every time Social Security, now you know how old I am, pay 2021, 20, dollars 20, I realized somebody is milking the system for money. But God says, come to me and I will not delay your healing. Healing, and nobody will milk you for anything. I will set you free. I will deliver you. I am Christ. I am your God. I am your healer. I'm your deliverer. I'm your savior. When I'm done, you will not operate like a thief. How many of you say this morning, "I will leave this place like a son and a daughter." Come on, maybe somebody lacks something. Maybe you are tormented by something. Don't tell me you're not tormented. I know how Satan operates. I know how he operate, but many of you sit here this morning and say, Pastor Andre, I serve the Lord, but I cannot sleep at night. Pastor, I serve the Lord, but there's something here bothering me all the time. I feel always guilty. I get, Come on, if you say this morning, I'm going to shake it off once and for all, and I will not leave this crowd until I leave like a son and a daughter, totally delivered, totally set free. Just come to the altar real quick, real quick. I'm going to pray and stretch out my hands over people, and God's going to deliver people. People From voices, sounds, tormentation. Come on, come on. Some of you are tormented. Come quickly, come quickly. Come on, don't, don't weigh Don't weigh it. Don't weigh it in the scales of will I, can I, should I. If you are the one that says this morning, the pulpit in my mind will go. I will be healed. I will be son. I will be daughter. I will be delivered. Hallelujah. The law will have no bind on me. Come on. Come on, you say, Well, I serve the Lord, but I cannot shake off where I come from. You're gonna shake it off this morning. Jesus said, You will not leave. You will not leave the way you came. Come on. Sometimes you act like a thief. Sometimes you need to look, you need to act in a certain way because you only have so much. And come on. You can dress in a certain way. You can do your hair in a certain way. That will not take away the fact that you feel like a thief. You cannot put change your out, outward look and think you are delivered. Jesus said, I will stop the crowd for one desperate soul. Look at me. I think afterwards she was totally restored. She walked past Peter. You want to cut my ear, Peter? You can do me no harm. Oh, you're a lawyer? You know who I am. I'm that statistic. You guys wrote a law against me. You're doing a great job. But you're not going to make money out of me, because that man called Grace, he just took it away. The evidence is gone. You want to say, I'm the woman who had the issue of blood? No, the evidence is gone. You cannot say that anymore. You want to say that I've been a sinner? No, the evidence is gone. You cannot call me a sinner. The evidence is gone. You have no evidence because that man with the blue tassels I heard I heard that when he comes into a crowd things change I heard that he's going to restore our fathers and our mothers and also our children I I heard he's the God of America (laughs) come on Lift your hands and close your eyes and let us just start to pray. Father, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, just speak in tongues. If you, you feel like worshiping Him, just worship Him. Father, I pray this morning people will leave this place different. You are no longer a statistic. You say, well, I'm just another guy. I'm just black and I'm from Africa and I... I just battle all the time and I just try to make a living here in America. I'm going to break the spirit of poverty this morning of you. And God says you will no longer act like that. You will act like a son and a daughter. You will act like a son and a daughter. Jesus said, I will treat you with honor. I will treat you with dignity. I will treat you with respect. I will treat you. I will treat you with respect. Jesus said, I cannot let you go home in verse 26. Stay with me. I'll send you home when you're completely done. I'll send you home when you can go home and and walk through the city. And you can tell everybody, I'm back. I'm back. I lost a lot of money on the medical world, but I'm back. He restored me. Come on, church. Come on, church. Lord, I break people free. All kind of systems, all kind of tablets all kind of addictions and all kind of, all kind of things that you're holding on to, I break it down and I say, you are free. Lord, I come against every evil spirit. I come against every demon. I come against every evil spirit. I come against anxiety. I come against fear. Fear is a demon. Anxiety is a demon. Come on. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. A low spirit is a demon. It's a demon that's tormenting you. That voice in your, in your mind is a demonic voice that's tormenting you. The Lord says this morning, that voice will go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against every evil spirit. And I curse Satan out of this place. And I pray, God, that deliverance, 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 come on, will come to people this morning. Deliverance will come to people this morning. Deliverance will come to people. Deliverance, deliverance will come. Deliverance will come to people this morning. This morning, this morning, deliverance will come to people. Deliverance, Deliverance will come to people. Deliverance, deliverance will come to people. Deliverance will come to people. Come on. Worship, worship, worship. Come on, where is the prayer warriors? Where is the prayer intercessors? Prayer intercessors. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. We cannot let the crowd go home. We cannot let the crowd go home. We cannot let the afflicted go home. We cannot allow the afflicted to go home. We cannot allow that to happen. Father, I thank you that you're setting people free. I pray that you are setting people free. 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 Free. Free, ma'am. I'm telling you, free. Free. I'm setting you free. Free in Jesus' name. I'm setting you free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus name. Free in Jesus name. You are free in Jesus' name. You are free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You are free in Jesus' name. Free man free. Totally free. Go home like a princess. Go home like a princess. Go home like a princess. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name, free in Jesus' name, free, free in Jesus' name, free in Jesus' name, free in Jesus' name, free in Jesus' name. Elabantola, my sick Alamantola, Mandala, my sicker, Mantoia, Alma Caraman, Alabaca, Settle, The voices of your father that humiliated you, I break that voice down. The voice of a mother that was out of line and that humiliated you, I break that voice down. Come on, I break that voice down. That voice out of your childhood days, I break it down in Jesus' name. That ugly, depressing things that people have told you, I break it down in Jesus' name. I come against all the human abuse of people. They stole your money. They stole your dignity. They stole your honor. I break it in Jesus' name. Come on. I come against words that were spoken against you. For the last 20 years, I break it down in Jesus' name. Come on. Your mother did not know when she humiliated you and saying ugly things about you. I break it down in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I break it down in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lay my hands on you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's over. It's done. It's over. It's done. It's over. It's done. It's over. It's done. Hallelujah. Free. Finally, you are free. Finally, you are free. You are free. You are free, ma'am. You are free. You are free. Totally free. Totally free. Deliverance, Lord. Deliverance, Lord. Deliverance, Lord. Deliverance. Free in Jesus' name. Free. Free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.